This is the Village Counseling Podcast. My name is Hillary Evans. I'm a clinical counselor, and with me today is... Dr. Josh Cruz, registered psychologist and pastor of counseling at Village Church. So the purpose of this podcast is to help foster a greater understanding of the topics we discuss and give a few takeaways that will be helpful for your life. So today we're talking about how to limit unhealthy conflict. Mm-hmm. Conflict will happen. Uh, it's something that's going to show up. It can actually be a healthy thing. That's why uh, we're uh, calling this unhealthy conflict mm-hmm. because we don't want to get rid of conflict altogether. Like even uh, scripture talks about like iron sharpens iron. And what that means is sparks will then fly here and there, but we can come out more refined. We can we can build each other up. We can challenge each other. And we want that. We want it in our marriages, in our businesses, um, in our family. We want to be able to speak the truth and love to people in order to help them grow when it's welcome and when it's done well. So what we want to do is then put off to the side the things that this is just conflict for the sake of conflict. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like conflict. I, I try to avoid it as much as possible unless I know that this is going to be healthy, this is going to be helpful, because even, like, it activates our nervous system. Like, I, I feel it. If I'm about to have a difficult conversation, whether it's going into counseling, as you know, Hillary, and I'm, I'm going to challenge this person today. Yeah. How can I do it well? How do I do it in a way that uh, is actually, they can hear my heart and my intentions and increases the likelihood of them receiving it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't know many people who love and enjoy conflict, you know, and look forward to it. And, you know, even though today we're going to be talking a lot about limiting unhealthy conflict, maybe in like a marital relationship or a romantic relationship, a lot of these things can apply to other relationships in our life too. Like as you were talking about, you know, we we get that sense of like, oh my goodness, this is coming, even when we're about to challenge a client and that sort of thing. So same principles. And, and we, uh, whether it is marriage, whether it's parenting, business, we all have nervous systems. We all get activated. So when conflict shows up, it would make sense that God would wire into us that our heart rate would start going. Sometimes our thoughts start moving a little bit faster, or even they can start to blank out sometimes, depending how strong it is. Talk about fight, flight, or freeze. It's really when we get activated, we have different ways of responding. And if we are deeply relational, as God created us to be, then when we look at other people in our world, especially those who matter most, yeah. We're kind of asking a a bit of a black and white question of friend or foe. Um, Are you safe? Are you not safe? Mm -hmm. And we may not be explicitly thinking that, but then when we approach somebody, we're looking for that. And that can be whether it's tone, facial expression, the words that are said. And if we get a bit of the message or a bit of a, a reaction within us towards this person being unsafe... All of a sudden, it's like a cascade, like a tipping point of I need to either defend myself or I need to maybe even come back and attack in some way. And a big part of that is then we start losing some of our our logic, our rationality. It's the way our brain works. When we get Mm -hmm. flooded with emotions, conflict feels like too much, this feels unsafe, then – we're not thinking as clearly. Like we get dumber in those moments. Yeah. And and to a certain extent, we can't help it. We don't choose to, should we shut down rationality right now? And I think that'd be good for a conversation. <laughs> but it happens, right? Yeah. And then we end up saying and doing things that we either regret or are embarrassing then later on. And so what we really want to do is we want to approach conflict, the healthy conflict, with a soft approach. So the mm-hmm. Gottmans, John and Julie Gottman, a lot of research out of the Gottman Institute – They've actually shown that upwards 90 plus percent, 94, 96 percent of the time, they can determine the direction a conversation will go after the first three minutes. 
And yeah. the big factors that come into that is how you approach. You approach approach harshly, then 90, 94, 96% of the time, it's going to go down a negative path. That yeah. person's going to feel like a foe and we're probably going to come out disconnected, upset, damage done in that. But the beautiful thing is that on the flip side, in the 90, 90th percent, they can then determine that this couple, this this business interaction, this parenting conversation is going to come out more connected, more close, hopefully greater understanding if you can approach softly for three minutes, mm-hmm. not three seconds. Um, that'd be so easy. Come out of the gate. Just soft and, hey, can we talk about something right now? Mm-hmm. All good. 94%, 96%, we're good. But it's three minutes because we're reading and reacting each other of, are you here to fight? Even if I push back a little bit, are you still here to listen and understand? Or are you here to be a foe in this? And we're going to fight because I know 90 plus percent of the time it's going to go down that path. Yeah, Josh, and I hear you say that we look for whether or not our partner or the person we're engaging with is the friend or foe. And I think it's helpful to note that sometimes we're not even consciously looking for that. You know, it's this unconscious process that I think our brain goes through of, can I trust this person? Is it safe? You know, is this conversation going to be safe? And sometimes that stuff is hardwired into our brain, you know, long before that conversation started. And so, you know, our encouragement to you too is that, you know, do some personal work if this kind of thing is coming up over and over and over again. You kind of find yourself back in the same patterns of quickly escalating into unhealthy conflict. Because I wonder if maybe part of what's going on too is, you know, sometimes our brains can tell us this is not healthy. This is not healthy. Even when it is maybe a bit more safe, it's with a safe person. So yeah, it's hard to know, but yeah, some of this is on an unconscious level. Yeah, I think of uh, something as simple as somebody walking up or down a set of stairs. Mm-hmm. Objectively, it's just a noise. It's just a sound. Right. But let's say growing up, one of the parents, they struggled with alcoholism. And if mom or dad were then coming up the stairs, that mattered a lot. Our nervous system needed to tune in to it's less safe right now. What's going mm-hmm. on? Whereas if that wasn't in your history might be more curious of, hmm, I wonder who's coming up the stairs. Or even subtle bits of tone. Some people have a really strong sensitivity to that, and that might have been healthy, helpful, adaptive for you at some point because you had to tune in. I need to know how this is going to go because hopefully I can bring it down or I can separate myself from this. And and sometimes couples uh, will then get into arguments around, oh, your tone this or watch that. What are you talking about? No, I didn't. Now we're fighting about the whole process of it too. Yeah. Can we just respect mm-hmm. that for some people, they're going to tune into those things more than others. So the need for a soft approach becomes that much greater for them. And I love what you're saying, Hillary. Sometimes we need to then do our own processing of how come? Mm -hmm. Maybe that was healthy and adaptive then, but maybe this current relationship, this current environment is safer. And I can start to let my guard down a little bit more uh, with this person in this conversation. So I wonder if we can even just end by talking about how, like what are some practical tips about how we can actually limit unhealthy conflict now that we've understood it a bit better? So let's say there's something that you're needing to approach somebody with. And it might create some conflict here. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to avoid it. We want to equip you to enter into it. So step one, how do I want this to go? What Mm -hmm. is my desired outcome? Think that through. Um, Do I want them to walk away, hopefully with more understanding? 
do I want us to draw closer together? Do I want healing? What is my desired outcome? And then we're going to be thinking through, okay, how do we actually bring that about? Take a deep breath because we need to work with our nervous systems here. Calm your physiology. Slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pray. So naturally, we're thinking through what to do, but we've got supernatural power that we can enter in with. I mean, think of the fruits of the Spirit. Like, I could use a little gentleness, a little love, a little peace, a little self-control, a little kindness, then entering into a conversation. So, Spirit, fill me with that. Help me to approach um, whoever it is with that within me and help them to see that in me, um, Mm -hmm. not just for the first three minutes, hopefully the whole conversation. And then prepare for some resistance that... It can be hard to be challenged. It can be hard to be confronted in something. And so expect some of that and try to, if this is a safe person, assume good intentions. They're not trying to fight with you. They're not, they didn't come into this or they're not putting up their shield or their sword because they're just trying to attack you. They may feel defensive in the moment. They may mm-hmm. feel flooded or overwhelmed. And so prepare for the potential for that to then come up and come in softly. Mm-hmm. Stay the course towards your desired outcome and then recognize this isn't going well. It's been a couple minutes, a few minutes, many minutes, and I might need to take a step back. That's okay. Take a time out. Just call it as needed. Hey, this is really important. I feel like I'm getting activated or I'm worried that we're getting into a bit of an unhealthy pattern here. Can we take a step back and then maybe reapproach this? Mm-hmm. And then when you do that, it's almost like you start back at the beginning, taking those breaths regrouping, entering back in softly, and hopefully in coming back to this again and again, more safety starts to come in. It becomes easier to approach softly. Mm -hmm. That friend category grows and grows and grows. So then we're less activated, they're less activated. And that's the value of continually coming back to the table, coming back to the conversations to try to build understanding, to challenge, to encourage, um, and build that up. Love on them in between these conversations. So you've got some of that relationship equity to borrow from just in case those edges, those tones then come in as you are sharpening iron conversation by conversation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever, you know, ran track and field when you were younger, but I remember there was always, especially in elementary school, every second race that you'd be in, there would be a false start, you know, where somebody would get really too eager to start the race. And so you'd hear the double, you know, blast of false start. You have to go back to the beginning. And I sometimes think about that in these conversations, that there is no harm in kind of doing that double blast and saying, False start, can we try again? Um, You know, can we circle back and go to this again? And the thing that I would add too about limiting unhealthy conflict is being brave enough to ask the question. They even think about yesterday, I called my husband and I noticed he was a little bit kind of short and quiet on the phone. And I was like, what on earth? Because normally he's very friendly and, you know, talkative. And at the end of the conversation, I said, hey, you know, is everything okay? I feel like you've been a little bit short. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm actually just in the office and there's a big meeting going on. So I wanted to take your call, you know, because I know it was important, but I just can't talk for long or be very loud. And I was like, oh, okay. There was this whole conflict that could have been avoided of me thinking, he's blowing me off, you know, he's mad at me type of thing. And and it just took a simple question of, is everything okay? Is everything going on? Like, is anything going on? No, I think that's great. Um, let's let's assume good intentions for the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for your husband, he wasn't trying to fight with you. Something else was going on. Can we be more curious? 
I, I think that's yeah. big. Approach it curiously, come in softly, and I think we'll avoid a lot of those conflicts that so easily entangle us, pull us in, suck us down, and we get disconnected. And it's like, what? I don't even want this. Yeah, well, neither like, do how I. How did we end up here? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And as always, we would love to hear your feedback, comments, or any questions. You can send them to counseling at thisisvillagechurch.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <music>